This is the Burbs Network. You're now listening to Silver Spoons. Ooh, RJ. Struggle first, laughing at these niggas in these fake busts. Can't trust no hoes, they just get fucked. And for these sour ass niggas that they so tough, the XD 30 plus, you could get tussed. Drop heads in the summer, went around trucks. Roll a whole quarter up when I'm trying to smoke. Get on fab in this bitch, you short is what you want. Cause all these niggas say they will like they really won't. Cause I got niggas in that bitch who ain't coming home. Mine gone, smoke woods till my face froze. The bag closed, I'ma show you how to make pros. Case closed, I ain't fucking with you, stank hoes. Dope man, nice, dope boy, bag. I can tell niggas hurting, what you need a bag? That's an Uber, why you boosting like this paper test? Cause niggas see you on top and try to bring you back. Really posted up your mans like a car flat. Get so high, she probably caught a contact. I probably hit her one time and lost contact. And send that bitch down the way like bye, rap, bye. All my life, I've been trying to hide the ghetto with me. Trying to do good in my hood with all this rapper with me. Call myself the yak guy with this devil in me. Trying to let me hear a petty bitch, you got a schedule with me, boss shit. 30 on my head, but it's more shit, I'm cautious. These niggas flush shades, that ain't cost shit. Ghetto fat, bust some bites in the cafe. See me in the whip, they take yourself to the tag. Drop a ticket on the verse, ain't no doubt, and I'm a spaz. Quiet cuz, touchdown, nigga, loud when he pass. He at Willie's when he leaving, I just pray, never crash. If you ain't plug, you get charged out the ass. Small city villain, chillin' verse, killin' for my angels. Wanna play me like a hoe, you better try a different angle. Won't stripe, so for star, he ain't even see a spangle. Out a shiny little circle, leave a whole nigga tame. Murder men, how I'm living, you can bet I make it. A hundred chances, they ain't give me, so I had to take it. I'm only bumpin' me and lockers, half these niggas fakin', and I hate this basic ass style. I had to make a statement. Okay. So she was she was a host or she was a guest. Who Nita? Yeah. Nita had 
like how I set it up, it was a show for each day, Monday through Friday. And Nita had her own show where she was talking to like women entrepreneurs and shit like that. Mm. That shit was gonna get some cheese, but. I was just about to say, whatever happened to it, it don't even seem like they do no more interviews. What do they even be doing? I, I can I honestly say I have never I have never seen an episode of the bag report, but I also like I follow them, but that I don't know. To be I don't know what they be doing. Like I don't. I don't need it. He running about himself right now. Uh, it was me and him doing it, but we kept on clashing. Uh, we having time arguing and all that shit all the time. Oh yeah, he was supposed to come, but he ain't show up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cause I wonder if he just gonna stop it. Is it supposed to be a long time? He know how long he about to sit? Uh, four years I believe. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yep. They should have been trying to get their content up right now for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't put everybody saying that shit. <laughs> Let me see that damn concoction shit you just did that rolled that. What the hell? Funny thing, I got that from my granny. My granny, like, get you a joint roller. Bad granny. What? I used to make one like that for bucks. I'll be rolling bucks with that bitch. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll put a blunt right in that bitch. Rolling machine. Hell no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you want to talk about first? I know you, like, the main thing is lashes, right? Yeah. I don't really care. That's what I was wondering. Like, what, do, what kind of questions y'all be asking? You you stopped doing your beauty care stuff, skincare stuff. I haven't been as consistent as I should be. But I haven't really stopped. But I'm not like lashes really took over like my life <laughs> for real. But I'm trying to get like back into it because a lot of people ask me about skincare, but it just be like you got to make time for each to and make every. It and all yeah, that stuff. so. I've been like working on my recipes, but as far as like putting stuff out, I haven't really snuck down in a minute. Hmm. You moved from California? Mm, I moved back probably, come on, I was like eight months before we moved oh, back here. I didn't know that. Yeah, girl, it was hard out there by herself with a baby. Like, yeah, it's so fucking expensive in California. And they just said I have nobody, like, we didn't have no family, so we was the only babysitters. So I wanted to go to school and do all kind of stuff. It just wasn't going to work at that time. Oh. Because we literally didn't have nobody out there. You started in Cali? What? My, um, Last time. No, I started, started doing lashes here. I took my last training in Detroit, and then... I wasn't really serious about it until I had come on. So basically, yeah, when I came back from California, that's when I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. Did you have him in California? Mm-hmm. He was born in California. Oh, I didn't know that. Me neither. Wait. What year was he born? 2015. Oh. And like the end of the year. Damn, because when I went, when I came to you and got my lashes done, that was 2017. Oh, okay. Where was that on? Greenfield. Mm-hmm. So what I told Brooke we was going to touch on was when we asked, everybody is, how different you think your career choice and path would be if you was like raised in the suburbs? 
Was you raised in the suburbs or are you from Pontiac? I'm like half and half. I'm from Detroit and Pontiac. Oh. <laughs> I was born in Detroit. I lived there for a minute, but my daddy's family always been in Pontiac. So oh, after okay. a certain age, my brother and I'm like, I want to live with my daddy. <laughs> so we just all came up here. But if I was in the suburbs, I think my whole mindset would have been different, like as far as everything, because it took me a while. Like I knew, like jobbing jobs and shit, I've been doing that shit, but I always knew, like even at 13, 14, like hell no, I fucking hate this shit. So <laughs> it was like, by the time I got out of high school, I was like, what are you gonna do? Because probably from 18 to 19, I probably really had like 15 jobs, and none of that shit worked. I just was trying to Same. find my way. Cause it's just so hard. Like you be trying to do everything, but then you just be here like my time versus this little check I'm finna get at the end of the week. It just don't add up. Mm -hmm. so, never will. And it really never will. never will. So I was just really trying to like find my way, find out how to do it. But if I was in the suburbs, I think I would have already had that like business mindset. Cause that's one thing I've been talking about now. Like with Kamal, with him going to school. I'd be like on the fence, like, do I want to be homeschooled? Do I want him to go to school? I mean, I want him to go to school and get the social interaction, but I don't want him to go to school and like get caught up in the matrix. Like mm -hmm. everything that they teach you in school is a fucking lie. Like literally, yeah. they just sending us to school to brainwash us. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm caught in between because, like you say, the kids in the suburbs, they probably even if they is going to school, their parents is teaching them something different at home. Mm -hmm. Nigga, we was going to school in our family. You just going to school. That's just that. Like yeah. everybody, literally everybody that I know, I feel like has to like develop themselves as a person because we really didn't have the guidance that yeah. was needed to like do what we needed to do after high school. Because like when I got out of school, I went to college, but probably for like the first semester, and I was dropped out of that shit. Like I don't even know what I want to go to school for. <laughs> And you only doing it because your family wants you to. Mm -hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. Especially when you be like first generation, like, all right, we didn't go, exactly. so you gotta go. Like, you gotta go. You gotta be the one to like break the curse and you know all shit, that, all that shit. Like, that was the reason why I went for real. And that was the reason why I kept going. Like, I went to college twice, and yeah, I was like, no. I ain't going again. Like, I. I do want to get my master's, but I'm like, fuck that That's shit. That's how I feel about I it, too. Like, you be on the fence, like, I would like to have my degree, but at the same time, you be like, it's just a piece of paper. She yeah. gonna do that shit, watch. I know she is. <laughs> I know she is, too. But it's just, it's hard, like, when you're coming from the hood and not having that guidance, mm -hmm. like, you really gotta put it all Because I think, like, stuff. I remember my mom, like, she worked, she, well, she didn't necessarily have to work two jobs, but, like, she had three kids. We was always begging for shit. So she was like, y'all always want something, so I'm about to work two jobs. So that way I can pay the bills and then y'all got all this money to play with. Like, she was just that type of mama. Mm -hmm. So, like, her always being gone, we at the house by ourselves, really, like, just goofing off. So we can be doing other shit. Like, I don't know, like, mentally preparing for other shit in the world. But, like, mm -hmm. she gone. My daddy lived in Detroit, so, like, he wasn't really around like that as much as he could have been. So it was like... What we doing with our spare time? I said the same thing because, like, probably through. I only went to high school for three years. I skipped a grade, but like ninth through eleventh grade, my mom was at work. Like, if I woke up, she was already home for work. When I come back from school, she's still gone. She probably not coming mm -hmm. home till like eleven o'clock at night. So I basically had all the time in the world just to be by myself. But you still didn't have like no guidance. Like, mm -hmm. even if I was working, it didn't. It wasn't. How it would be if you had somebody, you know, on your head. Like, he's supposed to be doing this. He's supposed to be saving this much out mm -hmm. your check. He's supposed to be, you know? Mm -hmm. It wasn't like that. 
like majority of stuff that I know I have to learn for myself. So it just, it's different. That's one thing that I learned now too about being a parent. It made me see like what I need to do better. So it's not the same like repeat over and over. Mm-hmm. Even though they be young, you still be thinking about like their future right mm-hmm. now. And That's stuff that you can improve on. Yeah, and I think that about like public school, like. Exactly, it's so I hard. Wish Private school and um, what's they call it, Montessori, however you said, schools didn't cost so much because Zoe went to preschool for the first year. And when I say the motherfucking kids destroyed my baby, like I don't even know who the fuck she is no more. That's like, just just the ratchet. And I just be like, oh my god, like, you're not going back here. She's not actually. even in school yet. She only do like Sunday it's school. It's mind And then, like, she, I know she just be. She just be doing weird stuff, and I'm like, nah, I gotta break her out of these habits that these other kids done taught her. Like, people, kids, kids, yes, they 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 doing at home, and then they and bring they, that and they, to school. And they yes. take one play day, that's the crazy thing. One, yeah. for them they to learn come. it, because they sponges. They pick it up just like a sponge. And then everybody that they be around, they gonna automatically cling to that kid because they don't want to have a friend, even mm-hmm. if they're not even knowing that. This ain't even the type of friend that you need to be hanging right. with. Yeah. And they don't know no better, and then they think, we well, be mean. <laughs> yep, and they think, well, this kid do it. They parents are, uh, no, hell, fuck no. No, absolutely not. Like, Zoe be, she be trying me. And I be like, bro, what? Where you get this shit from? Yeah, the demon saying. child. The demon. The demon child. I do not want her to go back to no public school. I just can't. I was like. Yeah, that's and she not shy like I was when I was younger. I was shy. So, like, I see bad kids doing bad shit, but I be like. Bitch, ooh, be with the shits, like, oh, <laughs> let me jump on the bandwagon, like, um, no, ma'am, <laughs> it's a mess. I, I don't know. I just, I think that's all little girls now. What? Just be like, fuck it, like, click up, let's tear some shit up. <laughs> little girls be on ten, man. I don't know. But another little girl get around the van, it's a wrap. She's saying shit. She's saying the regular, all that type of shit. Zoya, but she, but she been a bully. She because my brother daughter was nine and my sister daughter was seven. And Zoya was like three, I think. Mm-hmm. And she used to beat their ass, and she still do it to this day. Mm-hmm. Now they ten and twelve. And I just be like, yeah. why do y'all let this five year old do this shit to y'all? He ain't got a lot of boys cousins. He got all girls, all mm. girls in his age group. Even my sister, she got a son, but he like two years younger than Kamal, so he's mm. stuck in even hang with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. staying at that. So I be trying to find him some little boys to mess around with because I be like, you gonna be soft, hanging with your girl cousin <laughs> every day. He love him, but just like, dang, don't nobody got no sons. Like it's really mm. all girls. I mean, you gotta have another one. being a mom but still having to be myself mm-hmm. like it's very hard trying to find that like mom work balance I'll be stressed out same like people don't even understand especially when they babies and you like paranoid you exactly they can't talk like Man. what are you doing <laughs> you gotta worry about you all hours of the day you not with me you 
you sleep, you checking on them like, is you still alive in your sleep? I don't know, I was paranoid as fuck, but that was because I lost mine, so I was like overprotective over her at first. Don't bust your shit. <laughs> nah, I'd be like, what the fuck up my face is? See, I can't <laughs> wait to get to that point. Go, go far away. What about <laughs> next year though? He, he probably be four at the end of the year. So he'll yeah. mature a little mm-hmm. bit more. He look like he be chilling. He bad, like terrorist. <laughs> yeah. He, never he just don't feel good right now, so that's the only oh. reason why he just chilling. If he was up his normal self, no, he would be running around and tearing your house up. <laughs> yeah, I got a headache. I probably would have been harassing y'all. You got a headache right now? I've been moved too much today since like 8 o'clock this morning. Oh. You be right. Just got to sit down with y'all. Kicking about being bossy, you know. Julie, I hate when you get high. You need to laugh for that fucking reason. Bro, stop fucking judging me every episode. We don't need this energy. Stop getting high every episode. I smoke. I'm gonna be drunk one day. You smoke, bro. They be drinking this shit six o'clock in the morning. I be like, how did they do That's crazy. That's crazy. Y'all be seeing all them bottles in the background. I be like, how the fuck? Oh, I never that? really seen it like on video. I only hear it like on radio. Oh yeah, I be watching it on YouTube. Oh yeah, I never. Drink champs, they be fucked up. Who? Uh, Drink champs, they podcast too. Oh. Or some rappers, things be fucked up every episode. They got 50 Cent drunk on there and 50 Cent got to expose the niggas. <laughs> that should be funny yeah, as hell. That's what he do anyway, so. That's all the show is. Nori, he get people drunk with other rappers. He get them drunk and then just ask them about stories and shit that he heard in the industry. And then when they you drunk, you can't even shut up. <laughs> Mouth running like Niggas water. be on there talking about everything. DMX came on there and got drunk. This nigga started crying and started praying for like an hour. What? (laughs) (laughs) That nigga Dory was looking at this nigga like, cuz, this is not what we here for. That shit was funny as hell. Damn. How long you been your own boss, bro? Um, about five years. Since I was like 19. I would say consistently probably about 20. So I had my last job when I was pregnant with Kamal, and then I quit. I, I might pick up like some little side jobs here and there, but it never lasts long. Yeah, I'm the same ass way. I be trying though, like, I, I will try anything at least once, but I be like, nah, this ain't gonna work. Fuck y'all. What's the first job you had? What was the last Uber? Uber Eats. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Driving around, delivering food. I, I got fired. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? How did you get fired from Uber Eats? For speeding. <laughs> For speeding? Mm-hmm. I guess, like, they can track your speed on the app, like, when you're doing your deliveries. Oh. And you got to follow, like, all of the laws, state laws and shit, and speeding is, like, not following the state law. Oh. So I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you could get fired. I didn't know you could get fired from Uber either until I got fired. It was funny as hell. I'm like, damn. What they do? Send you an email or something? Yeah, like, that's crazy. Not, um, I don't know that. Your account. I'm like, damn. 
That's crazy. I was gonna do DoorDash, but I just don't be having like when I be getting off of work, I'm like, man, I'm not driving around. It was cool shit. to do, but it was like, was it worth it? To me, not really. Mm-hmm. Like all the driving that you do, like y'all not giving me my gas back. Y'all just paying me right. for delivery, so. To me, it's not really worth it. I mean, maybe for people who do it all day, but like yeah. on a part time basis, you know, mm-hmm. you're gonna be spending more money in gas than you do making you deliveries. Get back. Yeah, 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 that's bonus. That's bonus. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> question was going to be do you think do you think it's harder to maneuver in business as a woman compared to being a man it's like yes and no sometimes it's just like being a woman people going to try you like they going to want to know if you're passive if you're a pushover they going to try to see what they can get away with I feel like if I was a man Men not gonna, women don't do that, but men will do that to women in business. Mm-hmm. But like, if I was a man, a man not gonna try to get over, you know, on another man that he respects. But when it comes to being a woman, I don't feel like everybody take you serious at first, like when they first meet you. Mm-hmm. So like, you be having to tell them like, I'm not fucking playing, like <laughs> for real. Like it'd be that simple because people really will try to. It could be fifty cent, but they try to see like how far mm-hmm. they can go just because, just see what type of person you is. Because mm-hmm. a lot of women are like emotional, you know, like passive. So you can't easily like get over on a woman in business if she's not like sure of herself. Yeah. But I don't. I never really had a dude like try to finesse me like on no business shit because I'm not stupid. Yeah. So if you slow, you might <laughs> you might get ran over. So you be right on that, like nigga. I just be thinking, like before a situation even play out, I be thinking about all of the different scenarios of how I can even go. So I'ma know if you want some bullshit from our first conversation, because mm-hmm. you're just gonna be like, okay, I was already expecting something. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I don't, I never, I don't know, like I never had, I never had a man try to like run over me in general, like even outside of business. But I think it's just because. Fuck you. I knew you were about to say that shit. Y'all just fucking whisper. But I think it's because motherfuckers know I be like cutting into people, just period. So I think that might just be why. Yeah, like you be having to be like aggressive. Not even mm-hmm. aggressive, but like assertive. Say what you mm-hmm. mean. Like She's don't crazy. leave no gray areas. When you leave gray areas, that's easy for people to try to slide in with some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Where you living now? I live in Philly still. Oh, okay. I thought I don't know why for some reason I thought you was moving back to Michigan. Mm-hmm. They coming to stay for the summer. Come on, his dad, but I'm going back there. Oh, okay. 
I'm still, it's hard, like, trying to. Is it busy out there? Mm, it's a lot of people. Huh. Like, when I came back here, I noticed that it's not that many people outside. Like, it'd be people outside all day. Like, even if they just sit on their porch, people here, like, in Pontiac, they be in the house. Like, I don't, it's not as much on foot traffic as it is there, nowhere near as much. Like, it literally be people outside all day. Like, walking places on the corner, even if they just chilling. Like, here it'd be like, to me now, I look like just like a town. Like, it's not a city. It's more mm. like country. Yeah. Like, it really is. That's crazy. What made you move there? I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted to try something different. We had went there to visit last year. And I had got some clients and stuff, and we was like in between Philly or Atlanta. And I'm like, everybody from home goes to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I don't try something different. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta was cool, but we from the country already, so why would I go move to the country? Again? Right. I want to live, because I don't even think me staying in Philly going to be permanent, but I just want to live somewhere where it's like, cool. Not too city, but not too country. Like mm-hmm. a mix of good people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The people out there nice? I would say we um, got like Southern hospitality. They really like, uh, I'm trying to think of a word to put it. They kind of, they really rude. Really? Maybe because we're not used to, you know, being around so many people like growing up around a lot of people. So, you know, if we in the store or something, I'd be like, excuse me. Mm -hmm. But there they used to being around a lot of people. So somebody might walk past you and not say shit. Just because it's so many people. It's the same way in New York, too. So that was something. I was about to say, when I went to New York, they was rude as That's something that I really had to adjust to. Excuse me, do you know where they don't even look at you? Exactly. Even the people who work in the stores, they're not going to say, hi, how you doing when you come in? No, they're not going to say nothing. Damn. (laughs) They're just going to be at the register. I used to be going to Walmart, literally. You can go to Walmart, go to the checkout, and they're just going to ring your stuff up. They're not going to greet you or nothing. They're just going (laughs) to ring your stuff up. I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. That's what I was saying. Like, it was just weird. But I was like, maybe we really is too nice. That's. But you know what? Down south, like they got probably the most like hospitality out there. Cause when I was just there last weekend, like we went to a barbecue and it was like, you want me to make your plate? And I was thinking, like, if this was my barbecue, I'm not making nobody fucking exactly. plate. Like, fix your food yourself. Like, it's a table full of food, like, help yourself. So, I just was like, that's crazy. Like, we, like, in the middle. Yeah, compared we to, like, New York. Like, me, and then some of us are super sweet. Mm-hmm. And then we go to places, you're like, damn, I'm not pleased to be the only person nice around <laughs> <laughs> Around here, it's, like, gradually getting worse. Like, niggas just getting more and more rude and retarded around People is doing some dumb, stupid shit, yeah. like, every day. You'll be like, what, tip? When this shit start happening? But yeah, I just think that it comes from, like, lack of having the opportunity around us. Even though you got to create your own opportunity, it's different, like, when you're seeing successful people, like, every day, compared to just seeing people that you know every day. Mm-hmm. Like, it gives you a different outlook on life. Even just from being in Pontiac, or driving to Birmingham or something, you're going to see a totally different class of people who going to make you look at stuff different mm-hmm. compared to just our peers who used to the same shit, don't really care. Like, a lot of people say that they want to be successful, but it's like, are you just saying it, or do you yeah. actually want to be successful? Yeah. That's for sure. Birmingham be motivating the fuck out of me. 
Every time I go to Birmingham, I don't never like look around enough. I feel like when I leave, y'all still be down there and I'll be out walking around and shit. I'm like, I'm out. I do, because I'll be having my camera. Oh, yeah. Besides that one time when we did that photo shoot down there. But it was I too need cold. I some more shit like that, but yeah, it was cold as fuck. <laughs> I'm down there and never doing no winter shoots again. I need that. It come out looking so nice though, but I know he'll be freezing in between shots. Bro, that nigga Melvin, he shot somebody that was doing like a winter, uh, a winter shoot in a bathing suit. I'm like, oh, she tweaked him. Yeah, she tweaked him. She had on like a furry ass hat though. I'm like, but you still cold. I'm like, sure you cold. Her head ain't doing nothing. Ain't doing damn thing. She looked like she was cold in the pictures. Oh, like red that's, ass cheeks and shit. I'm that's like, pointless oh, then. You shit, ain't supposed bro. to look like you cold if you gonna be out there being cold. That shit right there. I'm like, you was brave as hell. Nah, I ain't doing all that. That's beyond me. <laughs> um, Where you have the most fun working at? Mm, I would say home. I got a lot of support from clients and just people in general from being at home. It's different when you go other places and you starting to build. Because people don't really know you. So really, if you don't get out every day, you're just going to be a stranger, you know, in a new city. So I'm still, like, working on the building process there. But I don't think nowhere ever going to give you the love like home give you. Because that's where I started. So everybody who know me or who been supporting me, like, been seeing my growth, they always going to support me. So I feel like mm-hmm. when I come home, it's just like a different type of love. And I enjoy it too because a lot of my clients is my close friends and we can just have a different kind of connection than what it is when I'm just meeting a complete stranger. Mm-hmm. Even though I try to give everybody the same experience, it's still different. Mm-hmm. Like from Especially them different um, like environments that they from. Exactly. And what y'all talk about and stuff like that, it'd be different. Even when I be at work and I, my coworkers is white, but they be talking about shit and I just be like, exactly. all right. What the fuck is she talking about? I can barely even join like, the conversation. This, like, this lady literally was talking about talking to me today about how she walked three miles yesterday and she was so sweaty. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, that shit do be annoying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, it, just, it just be okay, like, where are we going with this? Yeah, yeah that's the thing I hate to, like, pointless conversations. I hate it. I hate it. You would just say that. What's the worst shit ever? You'd be like, bro, you for sure just wasted, like. So, just, <laughs> ain't even that much time, but I, I thought feel I was like, the only person who thought like that. But I feel like about that whole things. little conversation was like, I can't get that shit back. You just wasted <laughs> My whole, you just put so much annoyance in my brain. Like, shut the fuck up talking. That's all There'd I can There'd be so thinking. much shit going on in the brain. Because you'd be like, why did they even feel like I was the person? To come tell, come tell this to. Like, why was I the one? Like, why would you choose me? You like, thought I was going to give room. a fuck about you being sweaty. Like, I don't know. It was just whatever. But, yeah. I, don't, I hate small talk. I hate. How's the weather type? I hate it. I cannot. And I hate talking in the morning.
Uh, I'll be crying lying. if I hear you ask somebody what's the weather. <laughs> do people do that a lot to you when they like scared to, to like just ask the prices or like just inquire about service period? Do they give you a lot of small talk beating around the bush? I hate the people who do that and then never book because it's like what was your purpose? Like you could have saved it. I don't, I don't mind inquiring at all. But what you're not about to do is inquire, keep on writing me, keep on writing me, keep on fucking writing me, and then you still don't fucking come through. It's like, okay, what was the point? Because I don't be trying to be rude, you know, if somebody is inquiring, because Mm. an inquiry is like almost a business, Mm. you know? But it's like, no, I can't. Because some people really just be inboxing you just to tell their friend, like, oh, I wrote her so I can do this, knowing that you're not even finna do it. Like, no. I like serious inquiries. People be like, okay, I want to do this. I'm going to text you tomorrow or I'm going to have the money this day. Mm-hmm. And it don't even be about the money, but it's like, if I'm going to write somebody about a service or purchasing something, I'm going to book probably right now when I'm writing you. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste your time because I don't want nobody to waste my time. Mm-hmm. Having to go back and forth in messages is a waste of time if at the end of the day the sale is not closed. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it's pointless. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. And do, do it seem like People, um, like when they ask, like, do they tell you that your price is too high? I don't think I've ever had nobody tell me to my face that my prices is too high. I've heard that my prices is too high, but nobody was ever like, oh, that's too much. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, how I feel is like <clears throat> last extensions, when it first came out, it was set to be a luxury service, so mm-hmm. it wasn't really for everybody, it was a luxury. So, like, if you did what you had to do this month or whatever, then yeah, you're gonna treat yourself to this service. Mm-hmm. Now, the industry is just like you can get $15 lash extension. So, when it comes to people like charging they worth, you is gonna get them clients. People like, oh, I know somebody who would do it for this, but it's like, well, you're not my ideal client. Somebody do that for $15? It's, it's literally a lady be who teaches a class for $15 last training. She can go get a class for 15 You can go get trained right now. $15. That's crazy because when she did mine, that shit took like. A long fucking time. And that's you know, what I'm fucking like, way. I'm finna do some That's what I always tell people, like, new they lash like, artists or, like, up-and-coming lash artists. Individuals, like. It is. It's like every single lash that you have is going to have lash tension on it. So that's why I always tell people who ask me, like, girls who do lashes or who scared to, like, charge what they work. Like, girl, at the end of the day, how I look at it is, if somebody is willing to go to work for their labor and get paid for their labor, you're doing the same thing. It's labor. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going time. to get paid for my time. Not just my time, my time and my labor. Mm-hmm. So, right. it's like, if you can't pay the price, then I'm just not the person for you. Because I'm right. not going to be sitting here sweating, my back hurting, doing all this for the bare minimum. That's not going to do nothing for me at the end of the day. Especially when it's literally, you can go down the street. So many places, <clears throat> ladies is charging $200 for a classic set of eyelash extensions. So why would I charge $50 or $65? Yeah, maybe if you're doing a promotion sometimes, but for this just to be my set price, no, I need more money for my time. Yeah. Because especially when you run into business, I feel like you should be trying to supplement that income with what you would be getting if you was at a job. Mm-hmm. Like, you're still spending your time. So right. you got to make it one way or the other. That's crazy. I would never, not know that shit. It's so it's it's tedious and time consuming. Like when she was when she did mine, I didn't like I didn't. That was my first time ever getting them done, and 
15 bitch please that's it's crazy if somebody <laughs> just said they'd do that shit to me for 15 dollars like i'm not even coming to you sis yeah, because why you know they're not about to be there yeah they're not gonna look like but you. it's always you i say that too but it's always the people out there who looking for them kind of people it's always it's always gonna be the people mm-hmm. they don't care how it look as long as they can say they got it done <laughs> yeah no as long as they can say they got it done that's true you do your own these are strips i really don't even wear last extensions because i rub my eyes too much you know what? That's why I never got them again. When I, mm-hmm. I realized, uh, and, like, this, I and that's why I kind of don't wear mascara too, because I'm always touching my eyes, and I got allergies. Like I'm always touching my eyes. I I be wanting to get them again, but I just I'm going to end up doing like this. They gonna be fucked up. But I haven't even really been like uh, promoting the classes or nothing, because there's just some weird people out here in the world. Mm-hmm. It is like. I went to school to get my sex license under the impression that I could, you know, teach classes. That's what my instructor told me. And I, I've been licensed next year to be two, I mean, next month it'll be two years. So I've been licensed for almost two years now. And that's all I've been doing since I graduated was basically lashes training, lashes training. But then when I just moved to Philly, I moved at the beginning of January, the state of Michigan called me in February telling me that somebody reported me for teaching lash classes. What? Yes, because I guess in the state of Michigan, probably all states, but you have to have your cosmetology instructor's license to teach. Because I guess that's like teaching cosmetology, like uh, online oh. course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to have your instructor's license to teach the classes. Even though I was already planning on getting my instructor's license this year, mm-hmm. anyway, it was just crazy. Like, it's so many people out here who don't even have a no kind of license who doing classes mm-hmm. and stuff, but. For somebody to like, you took your time out to search my license number, to call the state of Michigan on me, all for teaching a class, like. I but they probably didn't even attend. Exactly, I know that they didn't attend it because majority of my students, if they train with me once, I'm still in contact with all of them people. Most of them have trained with me more than one time, like from classics to volumes. Like I know what I wow. do when I work with people. Like I don't try to scam people, I don't take their money. I give you exactly what you paying for. So it probably was just like a stranger who was watching, but at the same time, it was like weird. Like, you playing with my career at this yeah. point. People so shady. They just be bored. But it was just like, if you thought that it was going to stop something, it didn't. Like, not at all. That's some lame ass shit. What inspired you to do, uh, what is it? What you doing? Health, not healthcare, the lotions. Oh, the skincare? The skincare. Um, really, when I was pregnant, my skin was fucked, like, bad, bad, bad. Like, I had eczema, dry skin, everything you could think of. And I was just, like, losing my mind. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I got to find something that worked. And that's when I first got into aesthetics when I was pregnant. I was trying to go to school out there, but I was an out-of-state student. A whole bunch of bullshit. So I came home, and then that's when I started to go to school for aesthetics. And then I just learned a lot. And it's always probably been something that I was into, but not really knowing that I was into. Because I always took care of my skin, but I wasn't really, like, serious about it. Like, yeah. my first time ever getting a facial was when I went to school. I ne- never even knew nothing about facials or none of that. And that's one thing I said, too. Like, black women, we're not used to treating ourselves. Like, truly treating ourselves. Like, yeah, we might go to the nail shop. We might go get our feet done. We might go get our hair done. But... We're not really used to self-care all the way around the board. Like, just taking that time out for yourself as a woman. 
And that's one thing that I wanted to teach other people, like other black women, like, you're supposed to have a skincare routine, you're supposed to, you know, drink water, you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to do that, just to keep yourself up, because that's not something that I was taught growing up. Wash your face, put some lotion on. That was, like, literally it. Like, so, when I went to school, I'm like, dang, there's so much more to it than just what I've known so far, so I always wanted to share that information with like other black women because it's still women who I meet now would be like, I don't know what to use on my face or I use Dove bar soap on my face. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, seriously? But it's really people who still don't know, you know, like mm-hmm. what's good and bad for your skin. Yeah. I still don't even know. You feel me? For real? Like, I said one time. <laughs> I get y'all together with like the skincare routine. Like you gotta tell me what kind of skin you got. Like if you got dry skin, oily skin, combination. Like, you would know your T-zone is this, your forehead, and your nose. So if it's like oily right here or if it's dry right here, that's how you know if you got dry skin, oily skin, dehydrated skin. That's normally like where you should look at for problem areas so you would know what's going on with your skin. It's always going to show up in your forehead or around your nose. Unless you be dry, I'll be having to put some shit on for sure. Yeah. My, my, mine dry out too a lot. But. I hate that shit. That's crazy. See, mine just depend on, I'm one of them people who, like I say, I be making stuff, so I be trying everything. I might try some shit and my skin be fucked up. <laughs> then I gotta bring it back to life. Cause I am, I'm always trying new products. When I buy stuff at the store, I just, I don't know, I'm like addicted to it. It's kind of bad. Cause I be like, you need to stop. Cause one day you're gonna do something and your skin never gonna be back right. Cause I really be on YouTube. Or on SD or something, trying to find stuff, watching them videos. Like, girl, what the fuck is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I would be putting cocoa butter on my shit. Cocoa butter good for your skin too, though. It can clog it up and make you have like breakouts, but it depends on what you're using along with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my shit, I'll be looking like a little ass kid in the face. My shit be like, really like. Just drying up heavy. Uh, and that's what I've been saying because my, my nephew, he, uh, he goes to fifth grade, so he getting like a lot of hormonal acne. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking about offering probably like back to school facials for the kids. Like, all that'd be dope. Yeah, because I've been thinking about it like when you young, especially that young, you're not thinking about, you know, puberty or none mm-hmm. of that shit, but your face really be breaking out. Like, mm-hmm. when I see my nephew, I'm like, boy, what you got going on? <laughs> but he just getting older, so. Ooh. He's starting to have all kind of pimples and stuff on his face. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to get you together, Kim, because you look real rough. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I had I had a facial. Um, Melinda did my facial like a couple of, uh, this is like a couple months ago now. But that junk's so relaxing. It is. You'll be in there asleep. Snoring. And your skin feels so good afterwards. Like. And it just makes you want to keep it up afterwards. Because mm-hmm. they say you're supposed to get a facial like every month. Or like every two weeks. I probably would go every two weeks. I probably would go every month. But as long as you go, and then after you go, you start doing what you're supposed to do every day, you're going to mm-hmm. see the improvements that you want. Mm-hmm. But they got a lot of new stuff coming into the industry. That's why I'm ready to go back to school because there's a lot of stuff that I don't know now that it came since I graduated. So I'm trying to like gain more knowledge and information in that area so I can really be like an expert in it. What's that um that little shaver thing where it like shaves? Skin scrubber. 
So at the beginning, I was asking you about like what, what route you would have taken if you was raised in the burb. And you said you would have had a whole different mindset and you left it there. So what career do you think you would have been into? I probably would have been into like finance or some shit like that. Because I still think about that now. But I think, honestly, I probably always would have been into the same thing. Like business management, real estate. I'm still into real estate. That was my first career choice out of high school was real estate. I wasn't mature enough mentally to take it serious. So that's when I started getting into beauty. Like, oh, this is a little bit easier. I don't got to be as serious. But it still worked for me. But now as I'm getting older, I'm like, I want to get back into real estate. I don't want to be a real estate agent, but like a real estate investor. It's a lot of different avenues that you can get into. But most likely it would be like business or finance if I was like from the suburbs. Because everybody that I know from the suburbs, that's what they do now. They like a finance or accounting management. My cousin, he just graduated in accounting and his sister. All the people that I know, I think, with college degrees went to school or something like that. That's One crazy. of my cousins I hate is a, a pharmacy tech. I can't remember what my other cousin did. But I know it would be something in the business world, business management or finance, for sure. Yeah, fuck all that. You think about Man, I hate I like it, though. Like, <clears throat> even now, I just try to do like YouTube school, like get gain as much information that I can off of the topic that you're typing on YouTube because I got everything. Mm-hmm. You can literally get a fucking degree off of YouTube. Anything that Everybody you want. Say that. You University can. YouTube. Like they got so much information, free information. You really can be locked in on that shit for hours. Mm-hmm. But it helped you because at the same time, I don't really have nobody to give me guidance as far as a business owner. The only person that I can go to for shit is Laika. Like, that's the only person who I would take advice from or, like, look at as a mentor because she's successful. Yeah. And I didn't know her since I was a younger girl and seeing her develop into the woman that she is today, it really motivated me because it's like, we came from around the corner from each other, so you can't tell me that it's not attainable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't really got a lot of people to give me that guidance, so I'll be having to self-educate myself a lot, like, spend a lot of time into, like, self-development to become who I'm trying to be. But you know what, when I was in when I was in college, like with our assignments, we had to watch YouTube videos and I and I was just thinking like, why is a YouTube video part of my curriculum? Like mm-hmm. why do why do why the fuck do I gotta pay y'all to watch YouTube? To watch YouTube. Like I can do this shit on my fucking own. But y'all I'm not gonna get a degree. I'm gonna get this piece of paper if I don't do it this way. Like it's all a scam. Which is why I do want to get my master's, but I just don't want to pay to get it because y'all gonna have me on fucking YouTube. Twenty twenty don't pop up. She gonna be right on Twitter talking about class. Boy, fuck you. <laughs> I don't think it's nothing wrong with that though. Like it's good to go still get your degree because even if she don't want to do that, you still gonna have it. So mm-hmm. if you did when you was forty, want to go back and do something mm-hmm. or get a job somewhere, you still always got your degree. I think that's really a good thing to have, even whether you use it as your main or your backup. It just wasn't gonna work for me. Like I, I tried, I, tr- I tried a few times, probably about four times. I tried regular college, and I was just like, fuck this shit. That shit is time consuming. And you just really gotta be dedicated. Like I wasn't dedicated. I still was 
not even really knowing what I wanted to do. So I'm like, why keep wasting people's time <laughs> and your time when you're not even sure if this really what you're gonna do? Because I know a lot of people like that too, like the people who graduated and did what they wanted to do, and the people who just got a fucking degree, and mm-hmm. just like you got this degree and fucking some random shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like people get degrees in random shit a lot too, mm-hmm. like, not just to finish. And I think people get degrees in shit that. They think it's gonna be money makers, but then they end up getting a job and then they hate it. Or they get they get shit that they want, but then they don't get no they don't get no job once they graduate. Like they just now they got this piece of paper and nobody gonna hire them. That was always one of my main things because, like I said, my mama worked so hard the whole time that I was in high school. When I got out of school, just like I can't dedicate my life to something that don't satisfy me. Like Mm -hmm. she's still working now. She's not happy with her job. Like, you got to get some kind of fulfillment out of it, or you're just mm-hmm. going to be working mm-hmm. and basically spending your life at this place where you know you're miserable at. Mm-hmm. Like, I never wanted that to be my life. Like, if it don't make me happy, I'm not doing it. I don't care who get mad or who got something to say. It's not happening. For real. I remember the year, what year is this? I think the year I was pregnant with Zoe, I had 14 fucking jobs. That one year? That one year. <laughs> I had 14 jobs. And when I went, when I was waiting on my W-2s, I was like, I'm next. Like, I cannot money. wait to where, to where I'm, like, doing something that I, like, don't have to, like, I'm out. And I don't get no warning. Like, I don't tell nobody I'm quitting. I'm just not coming back. Period. Like, like, you know, because I know I'm not coming back. Ain't no point for me to put in those two weeks. all them motherfucking W twos and you collect like ten. Like you know what I get? Wait on the rest of these bitches. For real, because then you know, like once you if you make less than six hundred dollars, it don't matter anyway. Oh yeah. To go on your taxes, but depending on like how I was, like I'll get a job and work for like a couple weeks. But like when they add up, they add up. So you kind of want them bitches, but. Yeah. That shit is time for some It's just hard. I feel like jobs nowadays, they're not, they not where it should be for like where the economy is right now. Mm-hmm. Like I know so many people making more than $16 an hour, but at the end of the day, that's only $2,000 a month. And then some people think, like say you got a job and you're working $10 an hour, and then you get a job and you go up to $16 an hour. You think that you're making more money, but in reality, you're not because they're taking more taxes. Mm-hmm. So you're still getting the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I just be like, that shit is really a trap, like mm-hmm. to keep you on that fucking hamster wheel, mm-hmm. waiting on this check, waiting on this check, waiting on this check. And then it's just like it's so many different avenues where you can create opportunities for yourself. Like it's drop shipping, it's wholesaling real estate, it's fucking selling shit on eBay. There's so many different ways that you can make money, but people not willing to open up their minds to think outside of that box. Like, everybody want to do the same thing. If somebody is going to come out being an entrepreneur, they're going to do the same shit that somebody else mm-hmm. is doing. There's no real creativity, like, with it. Yeah. I think that was, like, that's, like, one of the reasons why I haven't started no business because I'm, like, a lot of the shit people doing is, like, easy shit, but... Even when it's easy, it's like this shit gonna start getting on my nerves because I really don't want to do it. I can see how fast you're getting the money from you doing it, but like that shit. And then on top of that, like sometimes the way people do shit, 
you ain't gonna do it the same way, so you're gonna think it's gonna be easy, you're gonna have the same success, but you're not. Exactly. That's why I don't get like a copy of other people when they come to like how they make their money or like, how they, how they whatever. do anything. It's like that shit dumb. What works for them is not gonna work for you. It never works for you because you're not them. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're talking, like it's not even genuine. Like you're not even doing it because it's something that you wanna do. That shit just, going I on hate so that. much right now. I oh, hate yeah. it. I just fucking hate that shit. I'm talking about niggas picking up a camera every day. It's a motherfucker selling dinners. A new person every day. Mm-hmm. Clothes. Like everything. Which like, fuck it. If everybody gonna do this shit, just like everybody be like, Take it to the next level when you jump in. Don't jump in and be on some petty shit. Yeah. Just trying to quick cash grab. Like, if you see some shit and you like, damn, I can partner up and we can make it better if we do it like this or... And that's what I was just telling one of my homegirls because it's like, I'm not the type of person who is threatened by somebody else doing the same thing as me. (laughs) But a lot of people don't want to work together. Like... We better in numbers. That's period. Mm-hmm. Brother, you got your own brand and I got my own brand. If we both putting our money together when we buying mm-hmm. this shit, like we both can make a profit. And right. then at the same time, we not spending so much overhead trying mm-hmm. to just get the ball rolling. Like a lot of people, they see somebody else doing the same thing as them, and they instantly feel like, oh, this my competition, or she trying to x me out, or she trying mm-hmm. to do that. When in reality, that's just like thinking from a perspective of black like it's mm-hmm. not enough money for me to make this money and for her to make this money mm-hmm. but if you was thinking about it from a different perspective like it's enough it's enough clients for all of us to be able to serve or make happy who it is out there to make happy but i don't know it's just hard like coming from Pontiac, like that small city mindset that shit is something hard to get out of like it really is like you really got to push yourself and really want that shit or you just going to be like... Part of your environment? Yeah. Like, really. It definitely... It took, like, a lot of traveling and meeting people that wasn't from here for me to start thinking different and moving different. Just, like, opening up your perspective. Like, I went to school. I went to high school in Southfield, but I still stayed in Pontiac. I was, like, half and half, so... I still had all my Pontiac friends, but I had my Southfield friends too, and I was just able to see like how different everything was, like mm-hmm. from the clothes they wear to the stuff they talk about. It's like we really come from a small ass town, mm-hmm. and I've been knew that since high school, and I always said that I don't want to be like small minded. I don't want to be stuck in my city and just only known in my city because it's a whole world out there. Mm-hmm. But if you used to, like you said, being a product of your environment, you gonna talk yourself out of that shit mm-hmm. every time. Like every time you know that negative voice gonna pop right in your head, you can't do that shit. You can't. That's crazy. A lot of talented motherfuckers that did that shit too, and I'd be sick like that. It's hard. You were supposed to make it. To like get out of your own way. You know what? I did that too. But I did it like with modeling. Like I just I don't know. I kept getting scared. Like I need to go somewhere because. What, how I'm gonna get seen in only Pontiac? And I never, I never did it. And then I had Zoya, and I'm like, how I'm gonna do it with a kid? <clears throat> and that used to be my thing too. I had to get myself so, out of that. How am I gonna, how am I gonna be successful coming from Pontiac? Don't mm-hmm. nobody know where Pontiac at. Right. But it's like, so what? Like, you mm-hmm. really be having to really put that motivation in your head. That's why I swear, Nip dying, that shit fucked me up. Like, bad. Cause I used to listen to him every day. Like, that was really like top motivation. 
So then when he died, it was like, damn, like, what if you do become successful? Somebody might fucking still be jealous, even if you're not, you know, like, it's never no right or wrong answer to how to do that shit. That's one thing that he really taught me, like, at the end of the day, keep going. Mm -hmm. That's all you can do. But at the same time, you'd be having to drive out the negativity, because your family can be negative subconsciously. Like, one thing I hate, when I come home to visit, the only fucking thing my family asked me is, when am I coming home? It's like, why? why? <laughs> like, why do I have to come home? What is coming home going to do for my life? Like, I done been here 24 fucking years. Like, <laughs> it's home. Shit is the same. Like, and then especially with adults, like older adults, y'all is already like, how y'all gonna be? Like, y'all caught in y'all ways. Y'all not gonna make a fucking million dollars. Like, right. it's just, it is what it is. Like, y'all is settled into y'all life. So don't, exactly. So don't try to get me to settle into my life when I'm still only, you know, not right. even 25 just because you don't really know. You're projecting your fears on me, for one. Right. you're not really sure. And you never really done anything, so you don't see how the next person can do it. Mm-hmm. And even though your family might not do it intentionally, it's still just like, damn, bro, like, want me to be a fucking billionaire <laughs> like what is it that is crazy you really be like that too like and you, you really too have much, to like too much on your plate like you know evaluate them like shut the fuck up talking to me like i'm not trying to hear this at the end of the day it's my own life brother i'm fucking no that shit motivated me i go through that shit a lot it's hard though like because you'll be sometimes it, how you think like damn am i making the right decision should i be with my family like how is it supposed to be? But mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I think, like, being a young black entrepreneur and really wanting to be successful, you're going to do a lot of shit. Functional depression is, like, number one. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Because that's one thing that I dealt with probably, like, how was going on three? Probably from last year to this year. Like, I was doing everything. Smashing my goals, anything that I can think of, but at, at the same time, I'm still losing my fucking mind on the inside because it's it's not enough. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, it's not it's enough. It's never enough. Yeah. It's, it, you always feel like I'm supposed to be doing something more, exactly. something else, something extra. Like what as soon as you saying? finish that one goal, you on to the next. Mm-hmm. Like literally, as soon as you get done, you don't even give your time. I mean, give yourself enough time to like appreciate what you have done or how mm-hmm. far you have came. You never give yourself the credit. Never. That's crazy. And I and I did that. Even when I when I graduated last year, I was like, and I'm about to enroll right back into this bitch to get my master's. And I was like, fuck that. I'm about to live my motherfucking life. But I had to talk myself out of jumping right back into school because I felt like now nah, I'm not even doing shit but working. Like what the fucking like what is that? Like, what am I doing? But I was like, you know what? No, I need a break. It's hard. That's what I was telling my friend last night. I'm like, I don't know how it is that black people got to this point where we just don't see ourselves as worthy. Like, even if you accomplish something great, you just be like, okay, I did it. Mm-hmm. But I could be doing something else, like you said. But it's like, why is it like that? Like, I don't know. I think it's because we always, like, comparing ourselves to shit. That is true. Like, social media has made it... Mm-hmm. Weird, real weird. Social Fuck. media corrupt a lot of shit. Just in general, people, careers, 
relationships, like social media yeah. is the devil. Because we don't even be like meaning to compare ourselves to shit, but it just sit, it's shit we see it all shit you, Exactly. You get on Instagram and you see people doing this and you doing that, you be like, damn, they only this up. Why are mm-hmm. you doing that? Mm-hmm. But it, I, at the same time, I'm just like, where we come from. Like, a lot of people, some people is prostitutes, but some of them is actually, like, you know, like, they might come from a family who actually got money or they was around it. So, when you don't come from that and you starting your shit from the bottom, it's really going to be, like, hard. Like, you got to really grind it out. But that's what I've been thinking about, though, like, starting a vlog so people can see, like, how it is just being a young entrepreneur. Like, people only gonna show the good parts. What about the bad days when you don't even mm-hmm. wanna fucking get out the bed or you can't stop crying because mm-hmm. you just don't even fucking know why? Like, for no reason. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's it's crazy, y'all. Yeah. Like, that's an entrepreneur's mind. Like, in a nutshell, like, you always for sure, like, I just did this shit, but nigga, this shit ain't shit. I need to do something else. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I've been trying to get out of that habit of like moving on to the next thing and not appreciating how far you became. Because at the end of the day, everybody that been on the journey, mm-hmm. ain't nobody where they was last month or mm-hmm. six months ago. Even if you're still there physically, you're not there mentally because you've grown through the experience of mm-hmm. whatever the situation might be. So you just got to start like giving yourself that credit instead of taking it from you. Because at the end of the day, that's going to hurt us more than it help us. Mm-hmm. Like if you can't never even give yourself the credit, who going to really care when you right. do make it? Man, that's true as fuck. Niggas going to be inspired when they hear this shit. I think so. <laughs> I do. This just stuff that I really be thinking about though, like every day. Like... Life shit is serious, but you gotta keep on pushing through that shit. It's hard though. It's really hard because you can get caught in your head so easily, like so easy. Get wrapped up in them thoughts, and then next thing you know, you just doze off, thinking about your whole fucking life. (laughs) Man, you know what's crazy? I be I be doing that like when I'm as I'm writing this book, I be like. Like, trying to format, like, the paragraphs and the chapters and all of that shit. And I just be thinking, like, all the shit that I've been through in my whole life. And I just be sitting there thinking and thinking. And then I stop writing because now I'm, like, consumed in my own fucking head, consumed in my thoughts. And I be mm-hmm. like, how I'm, how I'm about to put all of this shit in a book that's mm-hmm. not a fucking dictionary? Like, <laughs> at the same time, you made it through all of them situations. Mm-hmm. Like, you made it through that shit. So that's one thing. I've been trying to look at it from that perspective rather than damn shit fucked up or stuff not going exactly how I want it to go so what like you making it you doing it you still trying like as long as you don't give up and be like fuck it I'm just not even finna I'm just right. above. fuck it like, <laughs> that's, that's the worst decision anyway it's just like you're still going cause I'll be telling my girl that and then I'll come out here and sit in that chair with this nigga and be thinking that shit to myself. Like, it's, it's really easier said than done. Like, yeah. it is. You gotta be dedicated to that shit every day. Like, I just think to be successful, you gotta really work on self-development, self-improvement, getting that negative person mm-hmm. out of the back of your head and filling it with a positive person. Because that positive person gonna push you to do whatever it is that the negative person telling you that you can't do. That's really all it be, but it's just how we grew up, like subconsciously. 
your parents telling you, oh, I ain't got money to do this or we can't do this. That's what you're thinking in your head. That's why I always say I would never be telling my son, oh, we can't afford to go do that yeah. or I ain't got the money right now because he's going to be thinking that like, oh, mm-hmm. mom ain't got no money mm-hmm. or we poor or something like mm-hmm. That's how kids grow up thinking and that turn them into people as adults who be depressed. They don't be having no real goals or ambitions. They just used to all the shit that they was hearing as a kid. Mm-hmm. But that's really how it would be, though. That's really and it take you for, be, for like, you to grow up and to be an adult and to have a kid for you to, like, really catch yourself, like, what to say and what not to say. Because what you're saying is going to form them at the end of the day as mm-hmm. a person. Everything that you say and do is forming their personality and their character. That's so deep. Hell yeah. Like, even, even when, like, just thinking, like, growing up and I used to be like, ask your mama if she a give you some money for us to go to the movies and she ain't got no money she exactly gonna tell, she, she gonna tell me no but like you know i like i didn't have that i didn't have that issue but like my some of my friends did and i'd be like you ain't even ask her because yeah. i know she gonna say no like that's crazy like and that's you five years old people go to chicken cheese i ain't got no money now you mm-hmm. 10 can i go skating i ain't got no money now you 14 can i go to the movies i ain't got like that is crazy and i was thinking about that uh i seen the realest post ever on instagram it said so many parents are willing to go broke for their kids, but not willing to get rich for them. Mm-hmm. I cannot count yes. how many times Crazy. I've seen mamas on Facebook, black mamas especially, just say favorite line, I'm going broke for mine. I'm doing this and that for mine. I'm spending my last on mine. Why would you? I'm not going broke for Kamal. He's three years old. Why, right. why would I do what? that? Why would I do I that? I don't believe in that either. That makes no I'm logical not. sense. Mm-hmm. But black people so used to not having it and being in the struggle, that's how they think that it's okay mm-hmm. when that's not normal for you to be saying that you're going to go broke for a child. You're an adult. You matter more than the child at the end of the day. I don't care how nobody say when y'all listen to this interview, at the end of the day, it's about you. If you're mm-hmm. not mentally healthy, physically healthy, what? How are you going to take care of your kids exactly. anyway? How, how can you do that? It, it makes no sense at all. I just be like, black Zoe turned five this year, and I was like, she five. Like, 
And that's one thing and that... And you feel like you, ju- I you just, just had, had her. Like, that's one thing that really keeps me going, though, too. Because at the same time, you know, the birthdays is coming around. And it's not even about the birthdays. It's about how much did I progress from your last birthday. Mm-hmm. As a mom, as a person, just in general. Like, you can't sit around with a kid like, oh, my fucking God, I got a baby. And then you're just doing the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not... Because at the end of the day, you tell me your kid, it's okay. Like, it's, it's cool to be broke. It's no. all right if you ain't got it. Like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. That's not the kind of life that they deserve to live at the end of the day. Like, and, I, and I also think, like, you got to show them the work ethic. Exactly. Because when you... Exactly. Even if, even if we become, like, rich and millionaires and we don't, like, show them how we got it, they grow up and be bums. Because mm-hmm. my mama got this, my daddy got this. Like, I don't got to work. I don't got to do this. Yeah, so it. it's like... They gon they still gonna be bums because mentally they think my mama got it, my daddy got it, mm-hmm. so I got it, so I ain't gotta do shit. So like you don't wanna you don't what's the word? Um Enable. Yeah. Is it just thinking that the shit happened over Yeah, that that's one thing I be, love though about Kamal, like we spend a lot of time together, so he able to like see me in the process. Like he did went with me to the client's house, he was there with me when I was setting up my first job, like, he seen the whole process of mm-hmm. me working, so now he know, like, what his mama is willing to do and what she gonna do, but I still want it to be more, like, I want him to know, like, she ain't playing no games mm-hmm. for nobody, right. like, it gotta be already in you, like, as mm-hmm. a child, from day one, <clears throat> even if stuff not perfect right now, he's still young, he probably not even gonna remember it the worst time, so right. that's what I'm working towards, like, when it's time for you to remember those memories, it's gonna be good memories. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. <coughs> he got two hustling parents. He should be straight. And I just want him to be like developed into his own person. I don't want him to be persuaded for like, oh, I gotta be a business owner or I gotta do this. Do whatever make you happy at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Because I think that was my problem a lot. Like when I was growing up. My granddad didn't want me to do all kinds of shit. Go to school for this. Go do this. Like, that's what y'all want. My granny still to this day. She'd be like, uh, why you don't go to school to be a nurse? Granny, why the fuck would I want to be a nurse? Like, it's that's cool, but that's not what I want to right. do for my life. Like, but you know, I, I hate, or I'm not going to say I hate, but I just like, like adults who like ain't never went to school or had a degree and then they tell you like that exactly. type of shit because, because did you go to school to get a degree to and then at the same time like, the only reason that you're telling me to do this is because you feel like you got some job security mm-hmm. i don't give a right. about job security like i honestly don't like mm-hmm. i'm making it happen one way or the other right so i don't really care about that but people really be caught up on that i gotta have this security i gotta know that this check coming in at the end of the week that's you like, that's not even enough. Fuck that shit. Right. But it's just like getting out of that mindset. That's one thing I learned too. Like, don't get down on my friends for like not wanting to be like how I am. Like, everybody gonna live their own life and make their own decisions. And some people is cool with whatever, however the situation might be right now. Yeah, you might want better, but you're content with how it is right now. I'm not content with it right now. I'm grateful. You know, I'm thankful to be alive, all that good shit. But. It's not enough. Like, and that's just the honest reality of it. Like, I don't know. Like, jobs, they can never pay enough. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. I don't think so either. I don't be fucking around. I mean, if it's like, if it's the right opportunity, I will go to work. I ain't gonna that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I try anything at least once, but it's just like, 
majority of that shit just be anything. I feel like if if I can if I can make more than that. What y'all offering me on my own? In they know exactly, and that's what I'm just saying too. Like I know so many people who work that at the end of the day, how I'm passing you in a month as far as gross income. Yeah. You spending literally 160 hours of your month at this job. I might fucking work 80 hours if that in a month. Like seriously, you gotta. People don't be putting into like perspective that time that they dedicated like. When you look at that check, talking about fucking year to date, look how many hours you can put in at that bitch. Think about how much you could have been putting that time towards developing yourself as a person mm-hmm. or finding a trade or just anything. You giving this all your time and your energy and your labor to a job, smarter people like, I don't need you no more. Or we shut it down. Right. Like, what if your company shut down? Like, you're going to be fucking that square one again. Because the majority of people who work in, they live from check to check. They don't have no savings. It's a known fact that I think it's probably like more than 50% of Americans don't have $500 saved for an emergency. Like, that's a fact. Because you know shit. Our bank accounts, they got everybody information. Mm-hmm. Rather we know it or not, right. they looking at our shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the time. That's but crazy. It's just that's facts. That's easy to believe, though. I but you know what? It is easy to believe because people, and I think especially black people, even if they make good money, they blow their money on shit. Yeah, money. they use they mm-hmm. all the materialistic shit. People like, feel like when they make more money, that means that they can spend more money. Mm-hmm. Like when no, reality, yes, it's ass backwards. You're doing the opposite. Like if you making more money, put that shit the fuck up. But it's so many people who don't. And then I don't know. It's just like life these days. I'm just looking at everything different. Like every single situation. Trippy. That's a damn show. Mm-hmm. So I'll be having smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smoke for no reason. Mm-hmm. And you smoke for no reason. Who? You. No, I don't smoke for no reason. Sometimes, whenever you be smoking. When do I be smoking? Whenever you do. For no reason. Look what she's talking about. I'm up here in the sky 
But it's really people who think Jesus is up here. <laughs> but it's like, like seriously, like logically, like, like how much higher can we go to Jesus? <laughs> like to seriously get there. Like I really feel like black people need to stop like what following what they always been. No, I went high. No, actually, <laughs> I'm up here in the sky. And people think Jesus. <laughs> yeah, like for real though. I would have said that when I'm, I'm not. Not, I'm not you know. no religious person, person, but I just I'm not. See, I used to be really I'm religious. Like, I grew up in the church, like, church every Sunday. That's all we fucking knew was church. And it wasn't until I probably was, like, 18 or 19 when I started to, like, think about stuff for myself. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, why is we going to church praying to a white man? Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. That don't even make sense. It like, it, make sense. it makes no logical sense. So... That's what I really just be spending my time doing, like trying to get like into like African spirituality and just knowledge of self, because that's what they took from us, knowledge of ourselves. That's why we're so fucked up out here, because we don't know who he is. That's just the reality of life, period, for black people. It's a few people out here who know they self, but they came after some searching, and mm-hmm. that should take time. But a lot of people who we know, our peers... Even if they're not religious or if they're not spiritual, they still don't got a fucking clue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a clue at all. Just out here the mm-hmm. And judging everybody else like they perfect. I hate that shit. That's one thing. That's why Facebook can be getting on my nerves so bad because all of it is like a timeline full of negativity. That's why I got off of Facebook, and when I got on it, that one time what was it like in April, mm-hmm. and I was I had I kept. I made a post, and then the next day I made a post like, "Why are y'all on here?" Like, and I made, and then I was like, "I'm deleting this shit again." I deactivated it after 24 hours. Like, it's really not. It's, it's all not like drama, ne- drama like, and negativity all through Facebook. But it's like, like y'all so bored. Like, <laughs> like y'all put so much energy into scrolling and commenting. Oh, somebody else's life or what somebody else. And is what doing. is you doing with yours? Like that shit is baffling. Like I just don't understand how people like really just sit and do the same shit every fucking day, especially on social media when that's not making you no fucking money. Like it's not. You're not even trying to find out a way for it to make. Yeah, like it's not. You just don't feel pockets or nothing. Like talk about people for fun. Man, that shit is trash. And then it's just so crazy because at the end of the day, was I'd have been out of high school like seven years, so almost ten years. Like time not waited on nobody. Mm -hmm. So people just sitting around judge other people. But are you improving your life? Cause when that ten year reunion roll around, how you gonna be living? Like niggas gonna be walking in there salty as hell. That's really how it be though. Like people be out of high school for ten years and make no progression in life at all. Like same legit spot that they was in when they graduated high school. Cause shit, after high school, that's your real test of life. Like Mm -hmm. what you done with all the kids shit. I miss my getting money. It's enough money for me to miss my ten year reunion. I ain't gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. I seen some pictures down here. Looks like they had fun. Where for the um, the reunion? I ain't seen the pictures. They must have all been on Facebook. Mm-hmm. They were ugly still though. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Like crusty, like just the way they was dressed, or you just talking no, shit like. No, they ugly. Like. 
you so Like, not cute, not handsome. <laughs> <laughs> you so That's really how it would be, though. It just makes you put everything into perspective because you can make it out of this shit. Facts. Like, you definitely can. You just gotta be willing to put the work in. Mm-hmm. It get hard sometimes, though, even for myself. Like, it, it be hard for me to keep going. But I know, like, what my little cousins gonna think if I give up. They look up to me. And that's, like, just the reality of it. Anyway, even if you don't feel like you're doing a lot or you're doing the best, it's somebody somewhere looking up to you like, damn, they inspire me to keep going. Mm-hmm. They doing this. Mm, that's really what it's like. I don't know, as long as you keep pushing yourself, like, it's really like nobody that can, like, stop you. Exactly. It's and like you against me every day. I really just think it's your negative self against your positive self every day. That shit, that's the toughest shit, like. It is, because it, it's, it's easy. Because we be our biggest critics, you. for real. Like, we be, like, judging ourselves more than people on the outside. Like, and, yeah, you wouldn't even really and, and realize And then it's like, it. when... When you're already judging and critiquing yourself in a negative way and then somebody else come and say something like they on some hate and shit, it kind of make you feel like, damn, they confirming what I was thinking. Exactly. But really, they just fucking hating and you just criticizing yourself because, exactly. like, you don't want to fail, but you like. And that's how I do? was, like, dealing with the situation with the state. It had just, like, blew me away because it's like, damn, am I supposed to be doing this? Like, am I doing something wrong? Like, why, what would make somebody do that? Right. But at the end of the day, it's always going to be people who don't want to see you be successful. So mm-hmm. it's always going to be somebody trying to do anything to sabotage you because they are happy with they self. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I learned, too, like, about opinions and, like, what other people be thinking. I don't care. Like, I used to care probably when I was, like, 18 and 19. I used to be caught up in that. When I was like, I don't care what you think. You can think I'm broke. You can think I'm rich. You can think whatever you want. I'm not going to confirm it or deny it because mm-hmm. it's not your business. Right. Ooh, child. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting here the whole time like she be preaching. Get her <laughs> yeah. out podcast. Hell yeah. Talking that shit. Some weird shit. I'm over here thinking. High as fuck. I ain't high as fuck, girl. Boy, <laughs> you fucking slurred or something. I'll just ask both of y'all to stop judging. Oops. Hold me down, Munchkin. Yeah, bro. Tell the people where they can get at you at. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Ty Beauty, T I Y E Beauty. And where else? On Facebook too, Thai Beauty. Or you can check out my website, www.thaibeauty.com. So, where people can get at you. Uh, Zoe Mommy on all social media platforms, Z O I E M O M M I E. Y'all can get at me at 121 Saginaw. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but for real, the office moving. The photography studio, all that shit. We moving from 28 Saginaw to 121 Saginaw. So y'all can get at me there because it's a bigger space and it's oh, okay. sweeter. Oh, okay. So, you know, making bigger moves. I didn't even know you had that. You feel me? No, because I didn't know you had it, dummy. Niggas making bigger moves. 
you can see them bitches on social media if you follow me at the guy. You can listen to this dope ass shit if you follow the website www.theburbsnetwork.com and that's on social media too, The Burbs Network. I've been them came whole chopper cause those niggas don't act right. I've been them came 560. I've been them came drop head, that other bitch about 560. I've been them came white lows. I fuck around, come wave runners. I've been them came V long. We blew about three bows. They sick, I came home up with more chicken than Leon's. I've been them came flower set. I've been them came bust down, that 41 got flower set. My fuck around come prone set. I been a cane gold dollar. I fuck around come rose next. I been a cane dog shit. I up roll that 50 on me. They sick. I came all slick. Nigga, I done came a long way. They sick. I keep bouncing back. My fuck around come all hits. I done came big low. Got blood niggas I ball with. Long list sold and rip low. That bag dropping tenfold. I fuck around come home, man. I show you how to whip dope. You know I'm coming heavy check. You know them boys running late, cause them niggas ain't ready yet. Spent 80 on this Prezi set. Spent 80 for this Audemars. Got drank, you know we came with tech. I've been a came purple jeans. I've been a left a tag on them. That 300 was worth the cheese. I've been a came. Okay. I'm sick, I came CEO. I've been a came off white jack. They know I'm coming with that cannon, but this 40 hot. Okay. I beat them pulled up with big stone just to extort the block. Okay. I see them talking out their neck and I ignore the shots. Cause I just caught a load them, baby bro. Know how to work a pot. I'm trying to live my life like Master P. Okay. They wanna see me dead and gone. I found a wife, this shit a masterpiece. I beat and chopped you by my YGs. Oh, that blood shit don't make you family. You would think we swapped the IVs. The type to drop a day, on the pussy. If you try me, this wood got me floating. Bitch, I'm smoking on that Ali. Fast money, legal. Illegal cause I gotta eat these guy flows fit perfect how I'm coming, bitches gotta see it, okay? I come act plank I been them came whole chopper cause those niggas don't act right. I been them came 560. I been them came drop head, that other bitch about 560. I been them came white lows. I fuck around come wave runners. I been them came be long. We blew about three bows. They sick, I came home up with more chicken than Leon's.